guys, this is Li Hui and you are listening to my podcast Just Little Things in Life. Hope you enjoy it and let's dive right into today's topic. Hi guys, it's Li Hui. Welcome back to another episode of Just Little Things in Life podcast. Today, I'll be making a book review. And the book that I'm going to review today, it's a very powerful and strong book that I think everyone should read it at least once in their life. It's called Kim Ji Yong, born 1982 by Cho Nam Ju. Yeah, this book title is named after a person's name called Kim Ji Yong. Is she someone famous? Is she a celebrity? No, she is the Jane Doe. She is the Korean equivalent of Jane Doe. And she is also the protagonist of this novel. So how did I came across this book? Uh, about a month ago, when I was scrolling YouTube, I saw a YouTube recommendation uh, talking about the uh, book recommendation by Red Monster RM from BTS. And I clicked into the video and I think that this book would be a good book. So I read it. Mm. And it has proven that my choice is a good choice. This is really a good book, actually. So this is a book that describes the life, the life story of a Korean woman named Kim Ji Yong, who was born in 1982. It's a very simple story. It's ordinary. This simple story is also simply told. Ji Yong's life was so ordinary that this ordinary narrates the life of every woman in Korea. It can be horrifying and depressed sometimes. It's a rather short novel, so I took like three days or even lesser to finish the whole thing. But it was so interesting and I resonated with it a lot. Mm. So this book separates the chapter by using different phases of this young woman, Kim Ji Yong's life. Let's talk about the childhood of Kim Ji Yong first. Since young, her grandma treated Ji Yong and her sister differently from their youngest brother. Basically, the youngest brother gets whatever he wants. The brother gets the best food. The brother gets the best stationery. And he even gets to live in a bigger room and the two other sisters need to squeeze in a rather small room. What's horrifying is that it didn't even occur to Ji Yong that her brother was actually receiving special treatment. She thought that it was completely normal and reasonable that her brother should be treated differently and get this special treatment. Because of that, she wasn't even jealous at all. You must be thinking this is ridiculous, right? When I asked my mom, did this happen in the old days? My mom said yes. Even until now, in some traditional families, this still happened and they still treat girls differently from boys. Usually, the girls are treated unfairly. And Ji Yong, unfortunately, was born at a time where the checking of baby sex is a common practice and it's a very important practice. Because of that, they also abort females' baby and it's quite a common thing back then. It's heart-wrenching to hear that. But soon, the government implemented a law and they stopped this from happening. This book also mentioned how stressed was Ji Young's mother when she was pregnant. So most people nowadays, when they are pregnant, uh, I figured that they might be stressed because they are scared that they don't have enough money. 
to take care of the child or they scared that this baby might affect the relationship between the wife and the husband or just the usual stress that come from taking care of the baby. But actually, no. What makes Jiyong's mother stress, what stressed out Jiyong's mother is that she was really afraid that the baby in her tummy might be a girl. She wanted a boy. She wanted a boy so much because her mother-in-law told her that you need to have a boy. And it turned out not a boy, but Jiyong, a girl. So this whole thing was absurd, but it was also true as well. Mm. And fast forward to the time when Jiyong was in elementary school. When she was in this primary school, girls will eat after the boys. This was a common thing that happened during recess time. Because there was so little time to eat, oftentimes the girl could not finish their food or they will rush to finish their food because the teacher will yell at them and the boys will be playing aside happily. I think that from this part, you can see how deep has the tradition of valuing boy over girl infiltrated the school and the minds of the teachers. The scary thing is that nobody thought that this is strange and unfair until Ji Young stood up and voiced out. She voiced out, voiced out her opinions, her feelings about this sternly to her class teacher. And next week, the girls are allowed to eat first, then the boys. It went on alternatively. So when I was reading here, I was like, oh yeah, get it girl. Ji Young, you're really, really brave. And the next issue that the book mentioned is the relationship between mother-in-law and the wife. Because I was born and raised in Malaysia, so I don't really know how's the relationship between the mother-in-law and the wife in the West. But as a Chinese in the East, I think that we can all agree that in most families, the relationship between the mother-in-law or the parents-in-law and the wife is not that good. Sometimes it might be extremely bad also. Like when they met each other, they will always argue or hold grudges to each other. It's also the simplest reason why so many couples, after they get married, they will move out to live on their own, even though they need to pay their rent, the electricity bill by their own, because they want to avoid these kind of arguments. To be honest, these kind of arguments are exhausting, meaningless, and it often makes someone suffer, especially the person who is trapped in the middle. Hi guys, you are now listening to Just Little Things in Life podcast. Every Wednesday, we will upload a new episode on various podcast streaming platforms and social medias, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Okay, let's get back to our topic today. So in the book, Jiyong's mother told Jiyong that when she was married and become a wife and daughter-in-law to her husband's mom, she will obey to her mother-in-law's word with no other second thoughts or complaints. Even when she was pregnant and become a mom of three, she would do all the house chores, like cleaning the house, wash the clothes, cook for the family, all by her own. Sometimes Ji Young and her sister will help, but definitely not the youngest brother. And Ji Young's grandmother had never lifted a finger to help. So when I was reading this part, I was thinking that, oh, maybe, maybe because Ji Young's mother grew up in this kind of environment and she was being told to be obeyed to whatever the older people said. 
or is it because of the social pressure at the 1980s where women, mothers or wives are taught nothing but only to be responsible for taking care of their husband and feeding and teaching their child. In Chinese, we call this Xiangfu Jiaozi. In my opinion, I think that the latter one was the major contributing factor to the obedience of Jiyong's mother. It was said that this kind of thinking existed before. And frankly, it's even enraging that this faulty mindset or thinking still exists in some people's mind, even we are in an era where women begin to show our capability to the world. I, I mean, I've also experienced this kind of thing before. I was once told by one of my close relatives that there's no point in working hard. You are a girl. You can always find a rich husband to marry and you can just stay at home, be a housewife and practice xiangfu jiaozi. I mean, I was enraged at that time. I did argue back. But because he was an elder and I was deemed to be rude and arrogant. But after all, I know that it's hard to change someone's mind, especially someone who always thinks highly of themselves and even refuse to apologize most of the time. So even though Jiyong's mom did not have the chance to receive higher education, but Jiyong's mom supported her girls very much. She even told Jiyong to run, to run wild. She encouraged Jiyong to chase her dream, to study in a university, to live a life that Jiyong's mom had never had the chance to live. Probably she regretted for not fighting for a chance to study and pursue her dream when she was young. But as years passed by, she probably realized that how important education is to a person. So I was very happy when Jiyong's mother said this to her. This whole thing not only showed that Jiyong's mother is not a close-minded person who thinks that women do not deserve the chance to be educated or to go to school, but Jiyong's mom is a person who thinks that everyone deserves the chance to be educated and no one should ever be left out, no matter what. When Jiyong grew up and became a mother, she also made a lot of sacrifices. She had to sacrifice her career, life and future to raise the kid just because her husband's job is more stable and the pay is better than her. But everyone around her thought that her sacrifice was a normal thing and it's, it's something that every woman should do for their husband, for their child. Although Jiyong felt angry and depressed about it, but fortunately, her husband was a good husband. He was quite supportive and understood Jiyong's struggle. He promised her that he would also help her to relieve the burden. When I was reading her adulthood, I slowly understand that there are still some hidden, old-fashioned mindsets which diminish women and women's ability. This kind of mindset still lies deep down in the Korean culture or generally our society. For example, there was a time when Jiyong was called a mom roach when she was taking her baby out for a walk. A few men said terrible things like being a mom is so easy. Just sit and wait for your husband to earn money and bring food back. Jiyong heard that she felt bad after hearing that and she left quickly. I mean, to be honest, I really think that these men were ungrateful bastards. 
They didn't even give a single second, a single moment to think of the pain their mother endured when she was giving birth to them. They shamed women with their super ego and male dominance. I think that this only makes them disgusting and make me want to puke. So all in all, this book impacted my way of seeing the world. It made me wonder, what is gender equality? What should gender equality mean? Are we actually there now? The world had changed drastically from industrial revolution until now, an era where the world is taken over by artificial intelligence and data, especially during this pandemic. However, there are still little rules and contracts that did not change much or did not change at all. The underprivileged ones are still underprivileged and no attention is brought to them. So the world had not actually changed at all. So that's all for today. I know that this book has a lot of controversies and arguments surrounding it. These controversies are also the thing that makes this book such a popular book in Korea when it was published. So I would love to hear your opinions and you can tell me them by leaving a comment below. Okay? So today's song recommendation is Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. Hope you enjoy it. So let's respect each other and love yourself more. Okay? Goodbye! If you have any questions or opinions about today's topic and also suggestions that can help us improve our podcast, please leave us a comment at our official Facebook page and Instagram page, Just Little Things in Live Podcast. Hope you have a nice day, stay safe, and goodbye!